Hello, lovelies. Welcome to year three of Lessons from the Universe with Jennifer Hall. If you're new to the show, please remember, back it up and see what you've been missing. Those of you who love it already, remember, I need you. I need you to like, to share, review, subscribe, and maybe even consider clicking that patron button. Let's grow our community so that we can grow and learn together. Hello, lovelies. After some conversations I had yesterday, I woke up this morning thinking largely about telling the difference between your human thinking and your intuition. The difference between your conscious mind that keeps you living, breathing, working, talking, and your subconscious mind, the part of your mind that operates on theta brain waves and keeps you in tune, keeps you authentic keeps you aligned with your higher self and your universal being. This is literally a brain within a brain. <laughs> okay, maybe not literally. My husband hates the overuse of the word literally. But most of the time, we operate on just our most basic brain waves. We are just doing the things that are of thinking that make us alive, <laughs> right? That is okay, it's important, right? There's a thing that we need. We need our thinking mind, and that's okay. But by the time you're an adult, it's pretty well trained, okay? They call those alpha brain waves, and they just, well, they keep you going, right? They're not really capable of deep or profound anything. This is why when you can't find something, when you're uninspired to write or do a project or whatever, it's when you quit thinking about it that the location of the missing item or the concept comes to mind, right? I remember when I was in school, I would have these assignments, you know, write a hundred page paper or something, and I could never just sit down and do it. I would set the intention in the universe that I needed to do this. And what would usually happen is I would end up sitting on a curb somewhere on the concourse and I would write it all at once. All of a sudden, just as I was walking, it would come to me and it would download all in one piece. And I usually got hundreds. That's pretty cool. <laughs> but what I didn't know was that I was tapping into these theta brainwaves, the ones that are deeper and smarter, intuitive, right? Albert Einstein said, the intuitive mind is a sacred gift and the rational mind is a faithful servant. We have created a society that honors the servant and has forgotten the gift. Overthinking is the enemy, <laughs> right? It is too much time spent in that thinking mind, having a conversation with it. Remember, it's something that I've I think brought up in every episode for a while. The Buddhists have a quote that in essence is, say hello to your thoughts, but don't have tea with them, <laughs> right? We are going to have these human thoughts. Our brain is wired for survival. Once upon a time, we were cavemen who had to remember that if we come back here tomorrow, a bear will eat us. And so the conscious mind, the thinking mind, reminds us and reminds us and reminds us. We have to tell it. We no longer live in a world where the bear is going to eat us and that we have the power to redirect our thinking. 
there is a book called The Art of Smart Thinking. I have not read this whole book, I'll be honest with you, but the guy seems pretty smart, <laughs> okay? His name is Dr. James Hart, um, H-A-R-D-T, and he lists some of what you would call the red flags that you are thinking just with the ego mind, with that human thinking that feels like we need to be understood by everyone, everyone must think like we do, that ego thing, right? The part that's afraid of fear and change, the part that is afraid of authenticity and defaults to what we were taught, what our parents said, whatever. The characteristics he lists as red flags are things that I talk to people about every single day. Listen to some of these. Um, feeling anxious or worried. Creating doubt about your own decisions. Thinking rigidly instead of creatively. Hey, let's problem solve in a different way. Wanting to impress other people or to be understood, to be validated. All of that's supposed to come from within, you guys, right? Inside. Uh, saying or doing things we regret. This is where the life school comes in. What do I learn? How do I grow? I move on. I don't do it again. If you are continually thinking about things you regret, I wish I hadn't said that. I wish I hadn't done that. You need to be focused more on the life school. I learn. I grow. I change. I make new decisions. And sometimes that is just skipping a beat, taking a breath before you speak, before you react, tapping in to that subconscious to the theta brainwaves. It's science, okay? Subconscious is not just some fairy tale, frou-frou, awakening spiritual thing. There are brain waves connected to it that we can read. Let's see what else. Having low expectations of ourselves and others. Hiding or denying our true feelings. Well, people do this all the time. We have to communicate. We have to speak our truth. Feeling like a victim of life's circumstances. Most of you here listening to me today have been with me long enough to know that I do not believe we are ever a victim of life's circumstances. I have overcome <laughs> things that most people have never seen. I chose an entry point into this world that was a great challenge. I have overcome, I have learned, I have grown. I met a young woman yesterday for the first time, a referral, who is sitting in a very similar spot to where I was at her age, maybe just a little younger, but she is struggling with how broken she is because of the experiences of her childhood. And just now in her early 20s is gaining access to that prefrontal cortex. It changes everything. If you are someone who has not yet acknowledged that you did not have a full, complete brain or complete use of that beautiful tool until you were in your mid-20s. You are probably still suffering from the lack of use of that prefrontal cortex. Beloved, it is just a fact, right? We have to think about that. We now have, or once you get to be mid-20s age, you that starts to open, but we've spent our whole life being trained to just react in that part of the brain that is survival, that a lot of people never gain access, they never utilize it. We have to pause, we have to stop, we have to take a breath and say, this old reaction does not work. We have to acknowledge, 
the voice that creeps in from our subconscious and says, why? Why are you still behaving this way? We have to listen to it because we can gain access to that part of the brain that then changes our reactions. You will not have to feel this way forever. You will not have to fight it forever. Another one is getting trapped in the endless mind chatter that is mostly or almost always negative. Beloved, our brain needs to acknowledge those thinking, those thoughts. <laughs> Wave to them, say, oh, there you are, fear. I'm going to go hang out with truth. Answer the what ifs. What if? What if your girlfriend cheats on you? You know what you'll do? You'll change the locks and find a new person. You will overcome. Answer those fear thoughts, no matter how scary they are. What if something happens to one of your children? What if something happens to whatever? Let's not list them all. But you have them respond to them. Answer the what if. If you know what you would do, you don't have to be afraid. And make sure that you are going out of your way every day to intentionally tap in to those theta brainwaves, to that subconscious mind, to your higher self, to spirit within you, whatever you want to call it. It's technically, well, it's all semantics, okay? I know y'all have heard me say before, when you go to bed at night, set an intention. Set an intention. Say, take me, teach me. Let me wake up with what is useful to me, the human, and access to anything that is higher and better. Take me, teach me, show me what I need to know. We have to do this, beloved. We must, we simply must set the intention so that when we sleep, our mind is utilizing those brainwaves, literal, actual, scientifically measurable brainwaves called theta, and other ones too, <laughs> okay? So that we can tap into that. That lets us open up to our authentic self, to our higher self, to spirit within. It opens up that crown chakra so all of that information can come into our bodies and it wakes up that third eye, which is the translator, which makes all of that information useful. Now, according to this same doctor, there are traits that help you know that you are being most prevalent within your authentic self, within those higher brainwaves. These are all things that you've heard before, you've heard me say, you've probably heard from others. The question of how do we get there is consistency and persistence. Consistently, persistently redirect your thinking. Claim it. Do not overthink. Do not fret and scrunch your brow. Instead, let go. Sing a song. Say an affirmation. Go for a run. Do something that gets your mind off of it so that you can actually access the parts of the mind that are smarter than you are. Remember, overthinking is limited thinking. Here are some of those positive characteristics. Feeling optimistic most of the time. Experiencing trust. Oh, lovelies. That was one of my hardest ones. I was taught not to trust, not to trust anyone. I was taught that I needed to be in control. I was intentionally taught this. My entire life, I had to unlearn it. And now at 45 years old, or as my kids would say, 45 and a half, <laughs> 
Control is the last thing I want. Do I make plans? Yes. Do I prepare my things, right? Yes. When the twins were little, I always had everything I could ever possibly need with me and I never needed any of it. Whatever, right? But I trust the unfolding. Why would I want to control the path? All that I focus on on the end of the path is how I will feel. And if there are any things, any experiences that my human brain can associate with that success, the joy, the peace of mind, the safety, financial security, all the things. When there are human things that I can focus on that help evoke within me the emotions that align to that, I think about them. I visualize them. And I say, most of you can say it with me, this, the equivalent or something better. I don't need to control it. I don't need to know exactly what it looks like. One step at a time. Experience trust. Not just have it, experience it. It's different. Other characteristics. Going with the flow and being open to change. Wu-Wei, lovelies. <laughs> Wu-Wei, if you haven't listened to any of my Taoism episodes, go back and listen to them. Go with the flow. Wu-Wei, let the hard decisions make themselves. Move through life like a river. Another one is knowing how to accept and how to receive. I started this by forcing myself <laughs> to just say thank you. If someone gave me a compliment, just look them in the eyes and say, thank you. Not say, oh, no, I feel gross today. Or, oh, well, you know, not as good as you. No, look them in the eyes and say, thank you. Something else that I just started recently. I read a meme or something that said, do yourself a favor and just tell people you're welcome instead of my pleasure, no worries or whatever else. And I realized that I almost never said you're welcome. I almost always just said no worries or my pleasure. And so it started by me saying you're welcome, no worries, <laughs> right? But I've started just saying you're welcome. It is more empowering now that I have given into it than I could possibly imagine. It is acknowledging that whatever I've done, no matter how small, is worthy of gratitude. It helps me to accept because I look at other people and I 100% want them to recognize that if I say thank you, I mean it, no matter how big or small. Another one of the characteristics that this doctor suggests is listening to and acknowledging your feelings. Remember, lovelies, part of why we came to this earth was to feel there's no other incarnation where we feel emotions the way we do as human beings. Acknowledge them. They do not own you, right? Say, ooh, there's that feeling. Let it flood over you. Let it wash over you. And then it leaves quite quickly unless you choose to sit in it. I was taught not to cry. I was taught to put my feelings aside, to just put on a smile for everyone. And I was probably... 30, before I really cried. I remember I would imagine that I was sitting in a bathtub of that emotion. I would just, 
allow myself to sit in it and soak in it and to call it power, to call it power that I could allow myself to feel, that I could validate myself. And to this day, if I am telling someone, usually my husband, <laughs> how I feel, I remind myself and sometimes him that I am giving us a gift by being open and honest. The last trait that this doctor says is aligned with the truth is knowing how to ask for help. Just ask. Ask for help. Say, I'm at my wit's end. I'm at my bandwidth. I need. Say it. Say it out loud. Say it to the people in your life that can help you. Let them know if you are bombarded so that they can take something on for you, so that they can support you. Don't just be overwhelmed. All anybody can give you when you're overwhelmed is sympathy. Let them know you are bombarded so that they can help. And if it is the universe, if it is your higher self, your theta brainwaves, if it is them, some other part of you or your connection to the universe, ask for help. I do continually, all day, every day. And because I do, I get to practice and experience trust continually. So can you. All it requires is consistency. Persistence and consistency. These are the answers. Talent is great. Waking up being born with a greater connection to your intuitive mind than the average person is great. But practice is the key. Practice. Practice trumps talent. Think about sports. Think about people you knew who were naturally talented and never ever practiced and people that you knew that were okay but practiced, right? In fact, I went to high school with a guy who went on to be a pro football player. He was not the most talented guy. He was the most consistent and the most persistent. So whatever it is you're trying to accomplish, hear me when I say consistency is the answer. Make sure that you are using that subconscious mind. Remember that the most successful people, the most creative inventors, the best writers, they all say they were struck with inspiration. That doesn't mean they sat down at their computer and they said, okay, brain, what shall we write? No, it was when they separated themselves, when they dreamt it, when suddenly they were struck with inspiration and sat down on the curb in the concourse, when they let it flow from them. That is when it really happens. It often happens while we're asleep. Supposedly that's even when Thomas Edison invented the light bulb was in his sleep. We must direct our thinking to the outcome, not the concrete thing, but the way that we feel. You've heard me say it before. I love to use Martin Luther King's staircase right? He said, you don't have to see the whole staircase, just the first step. 
Put the beacon of light at the top of the staircase. What is it? It is contentment, joy, love, financial security. What else? Safety? Friendship? What goes up there? Helping others? What goes up there? And then let the steps light up one at a time. For those of you who haven't heard, that's how all of this started for me. A friend of a friend. I was a school teacher, okay? A school teacher with twin infants. And a friend of a friend calls me and says, I hear you're great to talk to. Can I come over? Now, for years, I'd been setting the intention. I'd been telling the universe, use me. Let me help. But make sure I am safe. And make sure I am never a hypocrite. That was at that point all I had at the top of that staircase friend of a friend called me and said, I hear you're great to talk to. Can I come over? I wanted to say no, but I said yes. I took that first step. And then she sent a friend and I said yes. And she sent a friend and I said yes. And I started getting invited to do other things. And I said yes. And these were all steps that lit up one at a time. And not every single one of them was obvious that it was going to lead me to where I am on the staircase now, which I used to would have thought was the pinnacle of the staircase, but what I realize now is they keep going. And every day I experience trust. And you can too. It is important that we ask the universe for guidance and that we give ourselves an opportunity to receive it. There is a quote from Thomas Edison. He said, never go to sleep without a request to your subconscious. Lay down, take a breath, focus on your skin. Let your mind travel all around the outer edges of your body. Think about that your skin is a single organ so that you can become aware of the entire thing, where it is warm, where it is cold. As soon as we become aware of our entire skin at once, we can also feel that our energy extends outside of it. And then our brain recognizes the most remarkable truth that we are a spiritual being having a human experience, not the other way around. And from that beautiful state of awareness, ask the universe to show you what you need to know. Not what you want to know, what you need to know. If you have fear or a sense, an intuitive inkling that it's too much, do what I do. What I started many years ago when I knew I had to align and I knew I needed to fully awaken to end the cycle of tests and suffering, I would lay down in bed at night and I would tell the universe, take me and teach me. Return me here with the awareness of what is useful to Jennifer the human and allow me to maintain continual access to the rest. That was a deal changer for me, beloved. And it can be for you too. Allow yourself to let go a little bit, to quit thinking so hard, to use some of the strategies we discussed today, if you need more, <laughs> this podcast is almost two years old. There are well over a hundred other episodes and each one may have something 
probably does have something to help you redirect your conscious mind towards peacefulness, to help you access what is real. Let's just start. Let's just be consistent. There's no telling where you'll be a year from now, 10 years from now. Don't you want to find out? Don't you? Do you, do you really want to stay just on the same path that you're on with your head down? Do you? I'm not saying blow up your life. Don't. Do not just blow up your life unless everyone and everything about it sucks, like toxic, evil, disgusting, right? I did not just quit my teaching job. I did both. I did both until it became clear that one foot on each path was no longer necessary. Don't even think about the day you blow up your life. <laughs> Don't even think about the day that you step off one path to the next. Just think about the light at the top of the staircase and consistently, as they light up, take the steps. That's all you gotta do. One step at a time. And if that's too many, take it one moment at a time. One thought. You got this. Consistency pays off, I promise. Until next time, beloved, namaste. Thank you. Thank you for joining me today for this episode of Lessons from the Universe with Jennifer Hall. It is my privilege to have your ear and your time. Come out, find me on social media, visit one of my seminars, book an educational session. However it is that I can support you, I'm here. Remember, beloved, there's a little brunette with a podcast who's got your back.